News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with AIR. On now, last weekend, thousands of Brazilian citizens living in Ireland cast their vote in that country's presidential election. This has prompted questions about whether Irish people living abroad should be given the same right for our presidential elections. Joining me on the line to discuss this is current affairs commentator Keith Mills and Emma D'Souza, spokesperson and vice chair of VotingRights.ie. I'll come to you first, Keith. You're completely opposed to giving uh, voting rights to people, even for presidential elections. Yes, um, I am. Um, well, let's take the example that you gave of Brazil. There's um, almost 220 million Brazilians in the world and only 4 million of those live outside uh, Brazil. In Ireland, the numbers are completely different. Um, You know, uh, we're seeing now a million passports a year being produced. Um, And, you know, so so there are likely to be more Irish passport holders living outside the state than living inside the state. So therefore, if if those people chose to vote, which they'd be fully entitled to, if if there was if the law was reformed, they would completely and utterly swamp the people who were actually impacted by the result. Don't forget, if you um, are living outside the country, you're not impacted um, by the result. The laws that are made and the people who, who make those laws, that they, they don't impact you d- directly. And it's very very important that that, that we keep um, democratic accountability. Emma, that's a fair point, isn't it? Well, I mean, look, the thing is, as we just saw at the weekend there, enfranchising citizens abroad is actually a global democratic norm. You know, the recent report from IDEA actually shows that 125 countries and states enfranchise their citizens abroad, 88 of which is presidential. This is actually not a controversial thing. And just to come to some of the points that um, Keith was making there, listen, you know, there's a big difference between, for example, the diaspora and Irish citizens abroad, DFA estimates that there are 3 million Irish citizens abroad. 2 million of that figure is actually those of us up here in Northern Ireland. So it's not actually this huge figure that some people who oppose the referendum actually use. And when you talk about 1 million passports being issued, they weren't issued all outside of Ireland. Well, Keith, just on that point about, about people living in Northern Ireland who see themselves fully as Irish as anybody living in the Republic and, and, and have Irish passports, what would you include barring people uh, who see themselves as Irish citizens living on the island of Ireland uh, in Northern Ireland from voting in presidential elections here? Well, first of all, um, an Irish citizenship is the easiest to get in the EU. Not only do you not have to, to um, live in Ireland, but, or your parents, if you just have a grandparent, um, you can claim Irish citizenship. Or even if you live in Northern Ireland, as you've just brought up there, you don't even have to ever visit the Republic at all. So why should people like that, again, who are not impacted by the result of, of, of the referendum, have a vote? Emma there is talking about two, mil, two million um, uh, Irish citizens uh, potentially in Northern Ireland. There's only 3.5 million people on the electorate in this country. So you're talking about completely swapping, swamping, the, the, the people living here and so, who are directly uh, impacted well, by the results. So, so, the on that. Okay, so okay. yes, there's 2 million in Northern Ireland, but actually it's only 1.4 on the electorate. But just to come to the point, look, I'm just as Irish as, as anybody in the Republic of Ireland. Um, and I think that we need to remember that the, the President of Ireland doesn't just represent the Irish citizens that are resident in the 26 counties. The President of Ireland represents Irish people, of which I am one. And I think we have to bear in mind that many people who are resident outside of the Irish state aren't necessarily resident outside of the state by choice. Uh, many of us in Northern Ireland 
are here due to historical partition. Many Irish citizens actually have to immigrate because they, they have to go to get a good job or to be able to find an affordable home, and they remain very attached to their home. We have to bear in mind yep. the historical connotations here, and also I think it's really important that we're having this conversation because there will be valid concerns, there will be questions. We have to have an informed debate that okay. is based in facts and not on misinformation. Keith, just, I, I think the, the, the referendum that the government is planning uh, w- within the next two years, within the life of the government, would, would put a proposal to the people that, that those people born in Ireland uh, could vote in, the, in presidential elections. Now, born in Ireland would obviously uh, re- reduce the, the size of the diaspora that you've been pointing out there. Uh, w- would you have an issue with that? There's two huge issues with that. First of all, you're making um, a distinction between people who live in Northern Ireland and people who live in the rest of the UK. You're making fish of, of one and fowl of the other. Yeah, but the, the Good um, Friday Agreement does that already. The Good Friday Agreement does that already, Keith. Yeah, and it's wrong. And but, you're, but there's no additional rights in terms of being able to sway Irish elections. And the second and even bigger issue is you have people in Northern Ireland who would be not impacted by the result of the, the election being able to vote, but people who have been living here safely and, and, and securely for, 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 for years but haven't claimed Irish citizenship would not be entitled to vote, and they'd be, and they'd be impacted by the result. That is a complete democratic deficit and a complete issue. Don't forget, I'm not, I'm not against giving... Um, people, citizens who live outside of the state, as say, as say in, in Irish politics. Um, and the, but the way to do it is not to swamp the Irish electorate with people from, uh, voting from outside the state. Um, we could reform the Shannon and give seats to, to the diaspora through uh, electronic voting. The Taoiseach has so, 11 so you're, so you're, denominations, so you're, you're not opposed and he to, make some of those. You're not opposed to some sort of electoral uh, input from, from, from people, but you, but you just don't believe that they should vote in a presidential elections. Well, they'd swamp, as I said, they would swamp the electorate in an election. But, but if you would put them in the Senate, which, is, which doesn't, for example, vote on finance bills and stuff like that, they could still have a voice. But uh, uh, it would be proportionate, I believe, to, to, the, to their needs. It would give them a voice without having them completely um, swamp Emma, the, the, the voters, uh, voters here. Final word to you, Emma. Would you be content with a vote in presidential elections as distinct from general elections? Um, well, listen, just first off, I think it's really important to correct um, Keith's language around something that votes. That's just not based on data or statistics. We have to have an informed debate that's not based around misinformation or disinformation. And yes, I think the reason why this is so important and so symbolic is because the president represents the Irish people. It's not the Irish people that are resident of the 26 counties. I think it would be hugely symbolic, hugely important for those of us who are outside of the state. And I think just to close on one point, is that really what we're talking about here is what kind of society we want to have. Is it an Ireland that is isolationist okay. and exclusionary, where or young people who are forced to leave to find an affordable home or a job are excluded from any kind of democratic participation, where okay. those of us in Northern Ireland who are Irish don't have a right to say who our president is, or is it an inclusive, plural Irish society that embraces a more inclusive concept of what it means to be Irish. Okay, we'll have to leave it there. Keith Mills and Emma D'Souza, thanks for joining us. What do you think? Do you think anybody uh, living outside uh, the Republic of Ireland should have a vote in any of our elections, presidential or not? Let us know. 53106, it'll cost you 30 cents. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.